right outside of KD, Donovan's been the, been playing the best in the playoffs so far. Yeah, I think you could definitely make that argument, man. And it's I think I don't know if last year was his first. No, it's not. Never mind. He's been playing because they beat Paul George when I think Donovan was a rookie when him and Westbrook were on the Thunder in that mm-hmm. first round. So mm-hmm. I mean, but like mm-hmm. every year that Donovan's been in the playoffs so far, he's not withered under the like he's he's acted like he's a veteran man he is so mentally strong i'm a big spider fan bro like he's yeah killing it he yeah he is nice and the thing is is that he's not what is he like six three he's yeah. not even really that tall but he just plays so big you mm-hmm. know what i mean and so athletic. he's not he goes at the contact his jumper is solid um i think they're supposed to get Conley back so we'll see what happens there but like and then like we talked about this they're just a well-oiled machine they come at you from all over, they got Ingles, they got Clarkson, they got by I love Ingles, like bro. They, like man, he is so funny. Uh, I, I I just love players that aren't as athletic and you know like just watching and just them finds a way. Yeah, it's so cool. Like you know what I mean? Like he's so, there's a reason why I call him so funny because like they talk about like he talks shit. Does like he? he's a really yes, like he's talk shit, right? <laughs> and the thing is, like you said, he's less athletic, but like he is literally like putting a clamps on Paul George. Yeah. You're right. It's crazy, bro. He got that ugly ass, but beautifully wet. Like, oh, it's so ugly. Yeah, it but is it's so ugly. But, but it's so right. wet, bro. Like, he, he hits it. He does. It's all like. That's cool. That's cool. We have like, dude, there's like just so many different sports and so many different like crazy things that's going on. It's absolutely it's nuts. Insane. It's so, insane what's going on right now. Man, I uh, I mean, just quick shout out to Clarissa Shields for that quick work she did in her uh, MMA. Well, I don't debut, know man. if I could call it quick. Yeah, I it mean, with like, all three rounds, and she yeah, needed right. she she needed that t- she needed that TKO mm-hmm. to win, but she put it off. Yeah. I mean, the thing was like the girl was just putting her weight on her, and she just has to work on her ground game, which a lot of strikers that's that's what they end up having to do. You know what I mean? We, you know, we talked about it with my cousin Sean. Like you just have to develop that game or whatever. So once she's developed that, but she was completely outmatched when she was on her feet. Like her opponent, like her yep. strikes are so fast and they're so powerful. So once she gets that ground game, she's gonna be. I think it's good for her actually. Like kind of like you just said that uh that was her first fight, and I hope uh, they continue to match her with people that uh make her work like that on the grounds so that she can develop yep. that. Because if she's just stepping through people and, you know, knocking them out or whatever on her feet, like that's not going to yeah. teach her very much. It's not going to give her much experience as a mixed martial artist. So yeah, but. that's, that's crazy. Oh, I saw your comment, by the way, that's her self-proclaimed name. I didn't just like throw that on her. She calls herself the quote. So does she now? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I'd never just throw that label on someone that would be kind of, yeah, no, but that's, that's like her Instagram tag. That's what she always calls herself. It, that's so. what's up then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, my yeah. bad. The quote. <laughs> I that actually like that. Quote. It's pretty funny. Mm. But we got more UFC two coming up, man. I think Stylebender yeah. fights again tonight. That's going to be yeah. a... We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't know, man. It'll be interesting because I, I thought like, okay, he's moving back down. He'll be all right. He'll make light work. And I was looking at Vittori and this dude's won his last five fights and all of them were by either stoppage or a uh, unanimous decision. So he's been pretty dominant in his recent, uh, his recent matches. And he's a really good on the ground fighter that submits a lot of people. So kind of the opposite yeah. of what Stylebender does. So that'll actually be a pretty big matchup. Yeah, but he, he beat him already. Yeah, he did. You're right. You know what I mean? So I think he, he understands what he needs to do in order to um, beat Materi, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just like, it's, 
I'm just because the undercard. I mean, the whole entire card. I feel like it's just packed. You yeah, got popping. Diaz is back. Leon Edwards is nice. Like mm-hmm. he's pretty nice. Um, and then you got Moreno. Is it uh, Figadora? Is that Figadora. how you say it? Yep. Figadora, like that. Like that whole matchup is gonna be like so. Like the those top three uh, cars on that is is gonna be hella of fight. It's gonna be some hella fights. It really is. It's uh, and that's the type of stuff you love to see, whether it's boxing or any combat sport. When the whole card is nice and like you can like make right. a whole evening out of it, and you're not right. like you know waiting for like midnight for the main card to come on. <laughs> like that, that's always good. Like, you can, like, right, you just sitting there bullshitting until the until the main thing. Come exactly, on. bro. That's a. Uh, it's a uh, like you said. It's a pretty packed card, and I think, like you just said, he's beat um, Vittori. But uh, there's something to be said for being beat and learning from it. And then he's thrived True. since that. So it'll. I assume he'll come in a better fighter. But maybe Stylebender just has his number. What uh? What do you think? If you had to make a prediction. Uh, so prediction for me, I'm gonna go. Um, it'll be a stoppage in a third. Ooh, okay. Stylebender, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. That that that'd be pretty. If he can do that coming off a loss, that's going to be huge. Because I think after what just happened, even though I give him a pass because he had to go up and wait, like he you should probably yeah. come back out with a statement win now because you were considered like a pound for pound, and then after that loss, people are kind of weary on you now. Like come back now and like you know, you know, with a bang, and like people will be like, okay, that's like yeah. Those. So that's what I think it's just that motivation there. I think people are second guessing him, and he like let me, let me let you know who I am in this yeah. weight class. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I think he'll win too. I think it'll be tough though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna go to the cards, but uh, we'll uh, we will see, man. It'll be it'll be an interesting one. Shit, and I didn't even realize we haven't talked about Floyd and Logan yet. There's been a lot in combat sports that's been going on, bro. That was a little clown show. Did you, no, watch? I Did you see the highlights? Did I think I sent you a clip of him of uh of Logan like in that first round throwing punches at Floyd and he. It, he just looks ridiculous. It looks like he doesn't know how to fight, never threw a punch in his life. I know, man. That's kind of where I'm at with it, too. And I hear, like, a bunch of people saying different things. And for a lot of people, they're just, like, freaking out that he even made it. And, like, I said before, man, I didn't think Floyd had the ability to knock him out. He's so much bigger than him. We all know Floyd isn't a knockout artist as it is, and now he's 44. If he would have went down, it would have been from like just you know him being so tired and an accumulation of That's punches. That's what it was. After that first round, he was gassed. Yeah, exactly. You could tell he was just gassed after that yeah. first round. But I didn't expect Floyd to knock him out either. Like, the la- when's the last time Floyd had a knockout? Like in 2011. Yeah, exactly. I mean McGregor, but that wasn't like a really you know that part. Count. I mean, yeah, come on. yeah. Exactly. And again, he was gassed at that point. Exactly. So it wasn't like a clean <laughs> cock, like right. You know, yeah. Floyd so. Does, man. Yeah, but you're so right. Was, you're right. He was just throwing arm punches. His movement didn't like. Granted, his clinching was good, and that's what saved him. Honestly, man, like, he that was he wanted to hug that night. Yeah, that's like I mean, <laughs> he couldn't. I mean, because Floyd. I mean, it, when Floyd got, was able to throw punches, he could hit him. Mm, like, it wasn't that yeah. wasn't an issue. He was able to avoid his hits. He got Floyd. I mean, he caught Floyd with like a couple that was like, oh, okay, that was mm-hmm. that was yeah. smooth. But he was just getting tagged. Yeah, exactly. He lumped him up. It was a. Uh, I don't know. It, it that is a pretty uh, a veteran, or it's it's a, it's a good um quality to have in the ring. You need to know how to tie people up when you're hurt, even though it's boring to watch for our sake. Like that, that saved him. It really did because there was it times did. he oh, was yeah. getting just like, you know, yeah. So slaughtered. It was, and then if you look at the compy box afterwards, like yeah, like Floyd just landed <laughs> so much. It like was, it was what? When didn't Floyd 
almost hit like 50 percent yeah exactly on his I punches logan had like one body shot or something like that like, <laughs> it, was just like, his, it was the best bro mm-hmm. like the punches where he was just swinging like this like what, yeah, is, man. what is this i don't what is this dude that, that was crazy it was but when he hit him with that uh one shot logan hit Floyd, and then he just like I think he thought he heard him or something. Like, he didn't hurt him, but then he just no. went nuts and started like yeah, trying to. It was like what <laughs> the hell, bro? Like, and like I, I thought so right after that second round of the two. I was like, yeah, you exerted way too much energy. Wait, in first he two was rounds, done. Man. He was like, done. That was it. And then uh, shout out to Chad. Yeah, shout bro. Out to Chad Johnson. He 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 put some he punches together, did, man. Like, like he, he did not look bad, bro. He did not look bad. He. He looked pretty. I mean, he he just looked athletic out there. You know exactly. what I mean. And I think that wasn't the other guy like a uh, bare knuckle. I think so. Yeah, I'm not really familiar you know with them. I mean? so, but uh, it was a good fight. I mean, granted, Chad got caught at the end, but like yeah. it, he uh, he had some good combinations, man. Like he he was yeah. Know, he was I mean, fine. he had me rolling. He over here went, taking his mouthpiece. I was trying to dab the dude up because he knocked him down. Like bro, we ain't about to do this right. Yeah, now. exactly. Like, we we'll handle that after the after the bell rings. Yeah, exactly, man. That's what's so weird about it to me still though. Like these exhibition fights, like I get them and like they're still entertaining. It's all cool, but like I still have that inkling on me that just feels like it's like disrespectful and there's like shit like that or the announcers are just joking the whole time. It's like these triller fights, and I'm like, bro, like I, again, this is an exhibition, and if people understand that's an exhibition, that's cool. But like. This is not like what a normal boxing fight card looks like. No, like this is just not this at is all. a circus, you know. Like, not at all. Like, uh, Shakur has a fight coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. So I, I think he's I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Shakur. We've been wanting to see him uh, fight again. He needs so, to stay active. That's like that's you know, the it's, thing. Like I just feel like these boxers just are not active. We talked about it. They just don't. There's not enough fights. Like I feel like it should be at least like one just dog ass fight a month where like mm-hmm. it's another fighter and then another fight so that way it just keeps building that interest you got i feel like you got more exhibition and like celebrity fights than you do dude yeah you just sent me that thing that i didn't even know, like lamar odom was fighting last dog. night i was like what the hell is going on him and boxing? aaron carter what like first of all how is that matchup even allowed yeah, lamar over <laughs> lamar odom is over here sagging in his trunks yeah well. like what are you doing bro this is not a, this is, you not in the hood fighting nobody. Yeah, like, what are we doing? I don't know, bro. It's like you said, it's like exhibition fighting is now like the, the kingpin of fucking combat uh, sports. Who, like who wanted to see Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter fight? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know there was a buildup that I had never even heard of it like, until I saw like, the video. Cause that's like, the fight that I want to see. Yeah, exactly. Like if I want to see some basketball fighters fight, give, let me see Kwame Brown and, uh, <laughs> Let me see Kwame and uh, what's dude's name? Jay uh, Williams, the dude he's been calling out every time. No, not Jay, not Jay. No, 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 no. not Jay. Matt Barnes. Let oh, me see that fight. Okay. Let me get Kwame <laughs> and Matt Barnes. Let me y'all because the way that they've been going at one another. Let me get that fight. Hey man, like I, I kind of feel like listening to Kwame talk now. Now he's got like this platform, his podcast. Like the dude says a lot of like truths. Like I think he's he, been painted he, as no some lie. like scrub, like no you know, lie. idiot. The dude is like, I like Kwame as a guy. He sounds like, you know, like he knows what he's talking about. And I agree with him. It was so unfair. Everything that was like thrown on this guy, like for his career. It's like, I don't know. It was just a lot. Well, I don't. So this is the thing. I don't think it was necessarily. I don't know if it was unfair. Right. Like, did he go into a situation that probably wasn't the greatest? He probably did not But then also it's on you to make sure that you have a team around you that can help you in those things and that's mm-hmm. what i think he kind of like was he uh, was he a decent was he a decent basketball player he was okay but he also got to a ranks that mean like what 
less than one percent of the population has ever done. That's the thing, and he, he had a and what, he did over it for ten years. Career. Yep, and um, his see, that's the thing. It's like you can say he's a bust because he was drafted so early, but it's like number one overall. His numbers weren't horrible. Like he, he, I think he was like ten and eight or something like that. And like I understand the uh circumstance that like he talks about like the dude was 17 he had like just started playing basketball basically he's going You're playing in this with michael jordan who's i'm gonna be honest he's the goat but he's an asshole like it's like dude like that that, that doesn't work for everyone bro like as a no. leader you have to understand like this is a kid like you're not gonna like some people aren't gonna respond well to that so i i agree with him yeah. that statement he let like he's pretty tough to have to deal with that and then kobe and like that that you yeah. know he he was new to the game and like these dudes are just like dogging him and it's like i don't know yeah. it, it and really i think is. it is too is because he was just so kwame is fucking huge yeah exactly he is a huge country kid mm-hmm. or he was a huge country kid or whatever and he just but you i think he just people got the perception that he was just this man but he's not he's a kid yeah exactly but hey i mean but i mean like i said he got to the pinnacle where a lot of people Mm-hmm. Only think about being able, and like we said, he did it for ten years, over ten years. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I just love that statement he put out about people saying he's weak, and he's like, "Hey, I bought my mom a house. Like we had nothing. Like it's just like, yeah, man. Like that's this kid wasn't even playing basketball his whole life. That like, part. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I that part. And I kind of fell for it forever, man. It it really goes to show, like you can't just listen to mainstream media forever because it'll just paint a picture of certain people or situations and you're kind of like oh that's the reality but it really wasn't like i've always just been like kwami's a scrub but like what just i don't know now i'm just kind of like yeah i respect him a lot more than i did like i i forever i was like yeah fuck that dude that dude was a bust but i don't know i mean kwami. i respect him as a person but he 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 wasn't like a, no i'm never like gonna yeah, <laughs> let's be objective like i'm not acting like he's a, a great basketball player i just we can put him above darko yeah, yeah, that fucking dude. <laughs> you put a fun little, fun little tidbit for you. My dad coached uh, Kwame Brown's nephew in high school. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Was that in Michigan? Yeah. Really, that's pretty cool. Was he good? Yeah, yeah it's pretty solid. He made like all state. Um, and I'm not sure what he's doing now, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, like I mean, you can't put him up there with like as far as bus status, like excuse me, like Darko or uh, Adam Morrison or like some of those <laughs> dudes that literally Anthony Bennett. Oh my God! Michael Olowa Candy, <laughs> fucking. Uh, you want Greg, me to keep going? Greg Oden. <laughs> so this is the thing. I don't know if I can. I want to put Greg Oden in a bus situation because I think it was just injury circumstances yeah. that kind of. Because when Greg played, Greg was putting in work. He was. It was just he was just constantly constantly injured, and I don't know if you can call somebody a bus based because of injury. That's fair for sure. And like, why? I mean, this is college. It's not pro. But man, he was a savage at Ohio State. Oh, like he watching was that, killing like, people. Yeah, he was just a man amongst boys out there. I liked watching him back then. Uh, yeah, Anthony Bennett, that dude was that was just a fucking horrible pick by the Cavs. I don't I don't remember. Was he from Kentucky? Was he like a really good college? No, player? UNLV. Okay. He went to UNLV, played like a year or two in Cavs, and then he went to the G League and was playing there. As yeah, yeah, that was bad, man. I don't know. Cavs had that like stretch there where it was just fucking horrible, and then they landed Kyrie and Bron came back and kind of changed it for a while. But I don't see the Cavs ever really. I don't know. Actually, talking to Javon, it seems like they got some young and promising players. You know, like what's his name's pretty good, Sexton. It'll, uh, Sexton and Garland, they just need – they have to start figuring some things out. Like, they got to let Kevin Love – they got to find a way to get let Kevin Gov go. Like, just let him go out to greater pressures or whatever. But I don't know, bro. There's a lot of truth to the fact that, like, some of these markets, it's like what superstar is going to be like, yo, I'm going to fucking Cleveland. I don't know. Like, especially if there's no other stars there, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of different when, like, 
Like you could see a star maybe like Utah is not a big market, but look how good they're playing right now. So maybe a free agent star would be like, Hey, I could go there and this could be a championship contender. Like if, if you're, if you're a low market and you have no like promise for the foreseeable future, like how the fuck are you landing any big free agents? Like it's not going to gotta build, you gotta build, like you gotta build through the draft and just kind of take it from there. Cause you, yeah. I mean, you even think about like golden state really isn't like the greatest market. It's in California, but it wasn't a really mm-hmm. big market. Right. But then yeah. all of a sudden they started building, got Curry, they got clay they got draymond and they started building and now all of a sudden it's like boom golden state you know what i mean so it's such a big front yeah man that's one of the best like front office like those are such great draft picks bro and you just look i remember being young like fifth grade curry had just gotten in the league he had like issues with his ankle like he was a great shooter but like no one like i never thought like like he was gonna be like and he'd have you know spurts where he'd drop 40 and you'd be like okay this dude can score but like whoever thought he was gonna be you know what he is the dude changed the game yeah. crazy man yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh, there's something to be said for drafting man like that's i feel like this i'd be more proud of that as an organization granted it's awesome to land a big free agent but to like draft a dude develop him and become it. like a superstar yeah man i mean look at look at what utah did yeah with donovan it, donovan is coming into his own dog. he is bro and he's you like, know not a low draft pick but i think he was in like the what 13 to 15 area. He was 14th to Pitts. The Pistons passed him up to get Luke Kennard. Christ. <laughs> Luke Kennard. <laughs> he actually Jesus. played pretty well recently. I've been, uh, he's he, been like when he plays, he actually does well, but he's not Donovan Mitchell. No, definitely not. I mean, that's just like he's such a dependent player on other people. It's just, you know, it's not like he's taking the ball up, making shit happen, but he can hit some shots. Yeah. NBA, uh, some crazy shit going on right now. I uh, if, I'm gonna try to bro. If Denver can hold on, I am going to Game Five. But this is crazy how the Suns are like they're not, rolling. I don't, I don't know. They, I don't. If they pick up a game, is going. It, I mean, it has to be in uh, you know that what is it tomorrow? I think they play. Yeah, because today's just the Clippers. So, yeah, so it'll have to be that. Which I, I figure. I mean, I think we both thought that Denver would may win the series just the way yeah. that Jokic was playing and Porter Jr. But they found a way to. Porter Jr. has been completely non-existent. Um, and, I mean, granted, Jokic is going off, but it's one of those things. Yeah, I'm not gonna know. like. I'm not gonna blame him. Like, it's just clear, you know, it's got to be. It's not the whole, Yeah, like he, if he's putting up his numbers, it kind of reminds me of like Baby Braun when he was winning his first two MVPs. Like, it's like he's balling. Like, it's not really like I can look at him. And we all know he's getting people involved. That's how Jokic is. It's just if other people aren't hitting their shots and playing good. It's a team yeah. game, bro. Yeah, it's a team just, game. Like, just not getting enough there. And you, like, you kind of just be like, damn, you know, he missing Murray, mm-hmm. right? That's a bucket. And they got Will Barton back, and he's helped out enough. But, like, you would, you're expecting Michael Porter Jr. to give you the 23 to 25 a game mm-hmm. that he's been doing, at least, you know, in that first series. And he's just not doing that. Like, he, like, Cam Johnson and, like that whole Michael Bridges and everything, they found a way to like just make him non-existent. Yep, exactly, bro. And like, come on, like again, like Devin Booker, bro. The dude is just like he's making shot like Kobe shots where he's like pump faking, people are jumping, he's like in the air wiggling around him and hitting these right fucking pump fake like, spin move pivot. What? Dude, he is. Just... And then Chris Paul looks like he's healthy right now. Yeah. Like he looks like his he don't have an issue with his shoulder. He only had what the last three games he's. Had out like forty assists and only maybe three turnovers. Yeah, it's crazy, and he's just so. I love his game because he knows if he needs to, he can go into the in and out. You know, hit a like a drop step that mid range. Yeah, exactly. But like he, 
he knows that he's more suited just making sure everything everyone else is firing on all cylinders and he'll Man. get his you know 10 to 20 once in a while but like he's he's just trying to get everyone else involved and like they just look like a well-oiled machine right now Man. playing yeah, yeah between them and the, the, the jazz it's just it's it's fluid I, they just look smooth um and i think one of the more underrated parts of the Suns is Drake Crowder and what he's been, what he's brought to that team. Just the toughness, yep, and the his ability to kind of stretch the floor with the threes and everything. Like he has been such a big help for them. Definitely, bro. If I was drafting a team, like he would definitely be like a player that I'd want, like on the lower, you know, just like a more mm -hmm. underrated. No one's talking. Like he's such a, he's been a journeyman. He's kind of gone team to team in the last like four or five years. But like every team he goes to, he brings like you said, like toughness, great like perimeter defense, and then he hits the shots that you know, like when he's open. So it's he's a great yeah. player, man. I, I'm a big Jay Crowder fan. He, uh, who was he on last year? He was on the Heat when they went to the he's finals. On the, the so, heat when they, yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh, he brings a lot. Yeah, those are my favorite type of players, man. You play great perimeter D, like as far as a perimeter player, great perimeter D, and you hit open shots. That's like what you're going to have a long, successful career. Like that's, you know, you know those, Bruce, a superstar. those Bruce Bowen type of players. Dude, Bruce Bowen, man. I haven't heard that name in a long ass time. He, he likes it. He literally was like that definite. He really kind of defined that role of like that three and D type of yeah, player. For sure. You're right, man. Those Spurs teams back in the day, bro, they were just something else. Because he, he he was almost like the catalyst of yeah like their perimeter D like that those were fun fun games to watch it's kind of sad when I watch the Spurs now I'm like I remember when you guys were like <laughs> granted I didn't like you when you were winning but like it right. was like you were like you were elite of the elite they just played such good basketball and now it's kind of sad to be like oh man poor pop so so I have a trivia question for you mm -hmm. of the teams that's left which teams have won the NBA championship <sighs> zero. Wait, like as far as like historically, like the franchise, or I mean, those cities have won championships. Okay, um, let's see. Phoenix is not. Clippers have not. Utah is not. Uh, Brooklyn hasn't. Bro, I don't know. Is there one? Who is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Milwaukee has won. They won oh, with Kareem. with Kareem, yeah, back in the day. Was that when the Oscar Sixers Robinson have won? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Sixers, Sixers have won sure. with Julius. Duh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking crazy. Those are so old. So like none. They are old, but they're just like. But when you miss them, you like damn. You like they're because they're iconic players that's been in the game, but you just mm -hmm. don't think about it, right? You're right. Yeah. But, well, it, but you think about that's crazy though. That is because I never think about Kareem's first one because that was when Oscar was there too, right? That was like mm -hmm. them before he was. That was yeah. Lou Alcindor actually. That wasn't even Kareem, like right? Yeah, when Kareem <laughs> was Lou Alcindor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's old ass shit right there, bro. Wow. Yeah. And then like. Dr. J was that that was like right after like the ABA merger, right? Like that was fucking uh -huh. forever ago, too. That's like the 70s. Uh -huh. Holy shit, man. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting. Uh, but none of these teams really, I, I'd still say Brooklyn has like the most playoff experience. Most of the teams here on the West are very young and don't have much other than Chris Paul. Like, I, I all mean, of them. you got the Clippers and the amount of ex the experience that they have. I mean, they're yeah. loaded with Kawhi. experience. Uh, with Kawhi. I mean, you got Kawhi, you got PG, you got Cousins been to the finals. Um, so they get Rondo's won a, it's a couple yeah, of championships and yeah. stuff like that. So they're loaded. And, and so, I mean, if you want to talk about that series, like it's been a really good series. Like 
the, those games have been really tight. I know the the Jazz have won, but those games have been really tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that the Clippers will win um, tonight. Is it 2-0 right now? Yeah, it's 2-0 right now. Okay. So I think they'll win back home. Um, I just don't expect, like, Kawhi um, to kind of have, like, those – it's not that he's having bad games. They're just block games for him, right? Yeah, like, they're not exactly. – so I think he'll step up. PG still, like, having, like, n- not great shooting games, but he's still having pretty good, like, all-around games, mm-hmm. right? Where I think he almost had a triple-double the last game. He just got a – he's got a – my thing – Thing is, and I, I talked about this last time. He gets way too codependent on his jumper. He's got to attack the rim. Like he's so athletic. That and big part, players. like yeah. when you go at the rim, and I know, like Gobert is like he's defensive player of the year for a reason, right? But you have to go at him and find a way. It's, you don't find Gobert taking charges often, so no. you find a way. If he block your shot, he block your shot, right? But at least you're putting that. At least you're kind of putting the onus on the referee. Like if I'm making contact with him, y'all have to either make a call or something. But He's he got to stop depending on that jumper, bro. Have they been playing Big Zoo at center during the series? He's so he started the last game. He I started. don't like that. I feel like he should be very limited in the series because like, I don't know I don't, what he's going to be able to do with Gobert. Like it's like if I'm them, I'm almost thinking like play small and try to like stretch the floor because I yeah. What I think I it is is because they actually don't look bad when he's out there because he can body he can body. I mean he caught him he's a big he boy caught a he caught a dunk on him. Like okay. he, he can get him and cousins had got in for a couple of minutes and bullied uh Gobert and everything too. So like they can play on him. I do think the small ball kind of works because it can pull Gobert out of the paint and mm-hmm. everything. And especially if they can get him in those picking. I don't know why they're not doing that a little bit more, but putting him in those pick and roll actions. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish to. that they would do that. You know what I mean? You got to find a way to go at him. But the biggest thing is that PG got to stop letting Donovan go to work on him like donovan over here making pg look like he a second rate player exactly like, or like donovan's really got all the him. playoff experience and pg's like yeah like he is donovan is out here right outside of kd donovan's been been playing the best in the playoffs so far yeah i think you could definitely make that argument man and it's i think i don't know if last year was his first no it's not never mind he's been playing because they beat paul george when i think donovan was a rookie when him and Westbrook were on the thunder in that mm-hmm. first round so mm-hmm. i mean but like mm-hmm. every year that donovan's been in the playoffs so far he's not withered under the like he's he's acted like he's a veteran man he is so mentally strong i'm a big spider fan bro like he's yeah. killing it he yeah he is nice and the thing is is that he's not what is he like six three? He's yeah. not even really that tall, but he just plays so big. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so athletic. he's not. He goes at the contact. His jumper is solid. Um, I think they're supposed to get Conley back, so we'll see what happens there. But like, and then like we talked about this, they're just a well-oiled machine. They come at you from all over. They got Ingles. They got Clarkson. They got by. I love Ingles, like bro. They, like man, he is so funny. Uh, I, I just love players that aren't as athletic and, you know, like just watching them. And just them. finds a way. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's so, there's a reason why I call him so funny because, like, they talk about, like, he talks shit. Does like, he? he's a really, yes, like, he's talk shit, right? <laughs> and the thing is, like you said, he's less athletic, but, like, he is literally, like, putting the clamps on Paul George. Yeah, you're right. It's crazy, bro. He got that ugly ass but beautifully wet, like. Uh, it's so ugly. Yeah, it but is it's so ugly. But, but it's so right. wet, bro. Like, <laughs> he hits it. He does. It's so, crazy. like, they're, they're – I mean, that's just a deep team. They, you know what I mean? They're a deep, deep team. So, um, like I said, I mean, I, I picked the Clippers to, you know, make it to the final. So, I'm going to stick with that pick or whatever because I think Kawhi is going to start to, you know, really start to put it on those guys because no one can really guard them. 
Yeah, that's no that's one can really guard him. That's the thing. It's it kind of like it just goes where Kawhi goes, and like I don't know. I I also picked the Clippers, but it's like it's been weird ever since last year. It seems like there's been like a uh, like Kawhi has turned it off a little bit. Like I don't see like the intensity as much. And you brought it up like when we started the pod, like midway through the regular season, like because I brought up Kawhi as far as best defenders, and you were like, "Can we really consider him that right now with how he's playing?" And like, it's there's some truth to that, man. It's like he was like unquestionably to me like the best all-around defender in the league for a while mm-hmm. there. And now it's like, granted, he stepped it up in the playoffs, but it's like it just seems like his intensity level is not where it used to be. I don't know if yeah. he's not as hungry because he's won his two rings or what it is, but, like, the dude used to be a dog. And, like, it, it doesn't seem like it's quite the same as it used to be. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. I think some of it is, too, is just that it's having to find that balance mm-hmm. of, like, you know what I mean? Because like when he was when you know in that matchup with the Mavs, when he was on Luca, you could see the effect that he would have on Luca. Like he Luca couldn't body him like he was bodying mm-hmm. everybody else, and he can just stay on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if they're gonna make that switch where they're gonna put Kawhi on Donovan. Like they feel like they have to put Kawhi on Donovan to kind of make it to where like Donovan's not going off for like thirty in the first half. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, which which it's. You'd want to think ideally it's okay because Paul George was an elite defender, you know, in his day. So it's like ain't got it like that no more. I I know, man. That's what I'm saying. It's like because we were talking about playoff experience what ten minutes ago, and I was just thinking that was Paul George. Like you look at like the beginning of his career and how deep they were going when he was on the Pacers and stuff like that, and then he's had like this second part of his career so far where it's like he just has not turned it up. Yeah, like he's just not turned it on. I I don't. I don't know what happened to him. Dame sucked like his a, energy. <laughs> Dame sucked his energy with that. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a bad shot. It was a bad shot. <laughs> it was a bad shot. Exactly. It was a bad shot. <laughs> what a crybaby thing to fucking say in a press conference bruh. after that, bro. That's. I mean, I don't know how um, I'd be feeling. That was pretty demoralizing. I don't know if I could play ever again if that happened to me. That was... <laughs> God. So... It, you know what's been surprising to me in this in this series in that series though with the fact that Rondo hasn't played, and I yeah, don't know why. Right. Yeah, is he hurt? Like, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. He played in the last series, so why not you? Why aren't you playing him in this series? Hey, he doesn't mean. What are they starting? Patrick Beverly? Is that what they're doing? No, they starting the the second coming of Reggie Jackson because I don't know who the fuck this guy is that's on uh, the court now because he wasn't here in Detroit. Yeah, that's. I mean, people come to the Pistons to die, and then yeah, it's. Man, it's weird because I, I saw that in Game 7, too. Like, Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard were, like, balling against the Mavs. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? you know how many former Pistons are playing in the league in the playoffs right now? <laughs> no. Chris, it? Chris Middleton, Marcus Morris, uh, Luke Kennard, <laughs> right? Yep. Reggie Jackson, Tobias Harris. Uh-oh. Yeah, Tobias Harris. Chris Middleton. Yeah. That's – it's so weird, like forgetting that Chris Middleton was on the fucking Pistons. Like that. That's we got to talk about that series, bro. That's very interesting right now because it almost looks like to me there's no stopping the Nets at this point. Because even no. that last game, are we expecting Chris Middleton to have twenty-seven and twelve boards every game? Like that. That's what that took. I mean- I mean, they. I mean, you think about it. They had a the Nets had a three point lead, and then this, you know the uh, Bucks kind of closed it out with that six zero run at the end. But like, you don't. You're gonna expect that the Nets are gonna have eighty three points again in the game. No, you're not, bro. It's just. I mean, granted, the, the Bucks aren't either. But like, they still no. this whole entire series, they have yet to shoot the ball well. Yeah, 
Exactly. One that's, thing we know that's not going to happen is that the Nets are not going to continue to do that. And I, I don't know what P.J. Tucker was doing, but he pissed KD off because he went off in that second half. Yeah, he did. What, he dropped like 27 in the second half, and I think he was like 8 or 12. Like, he went off. He did. He definitely did. I love that, though. PJ, keep doing that shit, man. Just like No, don't do that. He going he to catch that work. Hey, I'm at a point where I just get so mad at KD. Like, I wouldn't even care if I'm going to lose a series. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking start talking shit to you, bro. Like, you- <laughs> they, were, they were teammates in Texas, and you over yeah. here talking shit. Like, if you like y'all y'all are friends. Stop it. <laughs> hey, it's a series, bro. What fucking I Mag- get it. Magic I get Johnson it. and Isaiah were best friends and fucking started hating oh, each yeah. other after they started playing. So, it's you know, it's a... Uh, I don't know, bro. It's a... Uh, I just think it's over, man. And again, I said it before. So I thought even without Harden, they were going to make the finals. Like this team is so fucking good, bro. Like it's they just I, like. So the thing, okay. So the question is: Is what does Milwaukee do? Who do they need to bring in? What's that piece that they need to bring in? <sighs> bro, to kind of saying make that, that for make like, that work. But we've been saying that for like three seasons. So I almost want to like spit a question back to you and say like, at what point do you go like this formula is not going to win us a championship? Because like, and I don't, I'm not saying Giannis can't. I'm just saying like, maybe you need to split Chris Middleton and go get something else that you know it's a, a like that's a better what I'm pairing, asking. You know, like, that's it's what I'm like, asking. I don't. I feel like their core between those two is not working out and i think maybe he needs something else that's going to complement his game better i think some of the role players are good for him like brooke lopez is a good you know he can shoot the yep. three. he like that mm-hmm. that's probably you know why I, I think he kind of fits everywhere drew holiday i don't see a problem with that it's yeah, just I like, like drew. it's kind of like the dame and cj thing it's just like the star pairing i feel like needs to be shaken up to see if they could be you know something more i don't i don't know i really like chris middleton I just the same thing what with CJ. What about that? I what just, about that? What about that swap? CJ oh. for Chris. Well, CJ likes the ball on his hand more. Um, and one yeah. like he because he'll have it at, at the close of the games. He'll have it in his hand because not like you can really. I mean, granted, you can get the ball to Giannis, but CJ can go and do his work. Yeah, for sure. And then bro. you have that defender and Drew. Yep, definitely. And then you bring over. A taller guard that you can put in the backcourt and match up with Dane. He can get, he can still get points. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, because it's, they're both very good players. I'd say they're both like second tier players in the league, like right, like right behind right. superstar. Like they're very good players. Um, who knows? That could work. I just think both of them need to be thinking like that. Like, not even, uh, it, it's just clearly that at this point, you tried it and it's just it's not working and at some point yeah, you got to say what else can we do like it is nothing not. to do with this not saying like we can't stand cj he's he's a scrub or you know vice versa with chris no. Middleton. like obviously they're, they're great players too it's little just, and they don't play any defense yeah definitely i i agree with you it's for sure and i Oh, I don't know, man. And then Giannis, like, granted, he's starting to shoot the three better, but it's like, it just still, it's so, like, he needs it to be open. He doesn't have, like, like as much as people want to give shit, like, you know, the comparisons to LeBron, like, LeBron could still, like, go into a move and take a shot off a dribble, you know, do a step back. Yeah. Like that. It's like, Giannis needs to, like, stop on the dribble, plant both his feet, and then go up into that <laughs> shooting motion. You know what I mean? Like, it's like he... He's got to figure that out. It's the same thing I say with Zion. It's like you don't have like a fluid like from your dribble into a shot motion. And like that, that's so crucial because like people are going to know you're either driving the ball, you know, putting it on the floor or you're going to shoot it. So it's right. It's, well, especially with the thing is, especially with uh, with Zion, because he can he he all he has is that is to go left. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Zion definitely has to get there. But you look at you look at Giannis this series. I think he's three for sixteen mm-hmm. for three. Yeah. What, what, what's that percentage? Not 18%. good. Eighteen percent. I mean, he hit though. The one he hit out of those three was huge in that game three. That I think it was like the yeah. last ten minutes. It was, that that like, was needed. Fuck. Yeah, it was uh, needed. Fuck. Like yeah, it's, but he just it, can't. He can't. He can't match up. No. He, you're not. He can't match up with KD, bro. Like it just. It just. It. It. KD just offensively just brings way too much. And KD's de- – like, I think people are still sleeping. You mentioned this about KD's defense has just been crazy good. Yeah. Who can match up with KD, though, bro? Like, if anyone, to be honest, as far as, like, is someone on defense playing him, because it has nothing to do with Giannis's offense. He is so athletic and tall. And, like, like, mm-hmm. like if there's anyone you'd think you could put on KD to slow him down, it'd be Giannis Antetokounmpo, and, like, no one can do it, bro. It's just, like, KD's going to – KD's his own worst. Like, the only person stopping KD is Kevin Durant. Like, it's just, you know. Uh, 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 you got that. So, what about this Hawks and uh, the Sixers? Is that – you think that series is done for? You think it's a wrap? Yeah, I, I didn't really. I when the Hawks won the first game, I was like, "Wow!" Like I really did not expect that. But uh, I, I don't see. Again, I just don't think the Sixers are gonna be able to. I don't really believe in them long term. I think they're gonna win this series, but I just I don't. Yeah, there's, again, who? There's no one stopping Kevin Durant, bro. Like it's just it's not in Ky- <laughs> or Kyrie. Like, what's the point? You know? Like it's just <laughs> what's I, the point even talk? I think that the, I think the Hawks will win this next game. Think we, so? I think they'll tie the series up, um, and then and then Philly will kind of win off the two. I, I do think they'll get one in Atlanta. The series has been really interesting, it has. but Joel has just been putting in work on Capella. Like there, there's most, and I think what's been the biggest thing is that them putting Ben Simmons on Trey has completely affected how Trey goes about maneuvering the game. Right? Because when they had Danny Green on him, Danny Green couldn't do anything for like, sure. He was, it was it, it had no effect on Trey, but when when the size of of um, Ben Simmons or even you put like Thibel in there, it just it affected how he went about his game. So yep. it'll be uh, I think they'll definitely find a way to be able to pull it off um, the second game, but Philly gonna win in the series. You just pinpointed it, bro. Like when the size is there from Ben Simmons, it just really alters how Trey is able to, especially with his, you know, prevalence to shoot the three. I mean, like Ben can almost take a step back to um, prevent him from driving and still yeah, cover that ground, space. you know, mm-hmm. when he's going to pull up because he's so much bigger. Yeah. And that's another option for KD is Ben Simmons. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, it would be very much like Giannis, though, just a very lengthy, tall, athletic. Like, so, I mean, we'll see. That'd be that's who they're gonna have to when they play. Like they gotta just oh they have to because if they don't like it's you put anybody else you try to put Tobias Harris or like it's not gonna be a good situation. And by that time, by that sorry, okay, I was gonna say, did they claim who's defensive player of the year this year? Go Bear one. Okay, three times. Yep. All right, shout out. Go ahead. What were you saying? Yep. So, um, because and then by that time, by the time the Sixers play the Nets. James will probably be back. Yeah, right. Like, Harden I mean, will be like, back. Who the fuck? That's what I'm saying, bro. You're trying to scheme for this Nets team, and then it's like, hey, they have like a top five hey, player that's not hey, even playing, bro. Hey, like, we have this guy. I don't yeah, know if you know about him or not, dude. Like one of the fucking greatest <laughs> offensive scorers ever. Like Jesus, man. It's 
it's a lot. I don't, I, it'll just be interesting it, to me. It's almost like, I'm just looking at it now. Like if they can stay healthy and keep the role players coming in and out that are effective, like how many can they win? Which maybe I sound like premature, but again, like I am like guaranteeing if Harden or Kyrie is there, it, they don't need both. And Kevin Durant is healthy. I'm just guaranteeing they're going to win this finals. Like, so like I, I, again, I'm just wondering now at this point, like, can they just like run this back and be like a dynasty and like, you know, be in the finals the next three, four, five years. Cause this is. So who do you think gives them the best matchup in the finals though? Like who do you think would give them that toughest series? I feel like it had to be the jazz, right? Okay. For a defensive perspective, for sure. And I mean, they got scores as far as Donovan and Clarkston, but like, then you also want to say like Kawhi, assuming Kawhi can get back to like the Kawhi we know from like Toronto or like, 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 like he would probably, even though he doesn't have the length, he would have to be like the biggest adversary to Kevin Durant. Like he, you know, there was that time there for a second where it was like obviously LeBron was up there, but like then it was yeah, like I don't know. Kevin I don't Durant know. and Kawhi were like two. Like it was yeah, like, you for know, sure. No, like, yeah, you're right about that. I don't know if they would put Kawhi on him. Why though? Like this is that's what you need. Because you have James Harden. Yeah, that's like I feel like they would have to put James. They'd have to put Kawhi on James because he really James is the one that really kind of when he's in there he makes that thing go right. Like mm-hmm. he's the one that. So you had to put. I feel like you would have to put Kawhi on what's on uh, James Harden, put PG on on um, on Kyrie, and then I feel like you would have to fight like put Batoon or Morris on him. Like that's what you're gonna. Oh. Have, that's what they're gonna have to do. Oh man, bro, I don't like that. That is. Because like, what do you do? Do you put Batoon on James Harden? I, I do you put Marcus? Do you put Marcus Morris on James Harden? I don't know, man. Reggie Fuck. Jackson. That's the thing. The, 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 you, you're. Outlining a good point, one of those three is going to have a field day with whoever they're matched up against. Like it's, it's <laughs> holy shit, it's bro. Unfair. God, dude, like that's that's crazy to think about. I didn't even think, even like, because I thought for a second you were about to say Paul George and Katie, and I was thinking like Paul George doesn't even want that problem, bro. Like that's not <laughs> like <laughs> that is that wouldn't work out very well. Yeah, I just I don't see anyone beating them, bro. I don't see anyone even really making it close. This like I said before, I thought this was like the finals preview and like they are just making light work of the Bucks so far. Like that game they won even like you said are we really expecting them to keep scoring 83 points and to look that bad in the no. first half? Like that's not going to happen. Right. Like when's the last time somebody scored that like 86 points and won a playoff game? Right? Fucking like, probably, like, the is, early just 2000s. go back to 2000s. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> So, Man. yeah, I think it's it, it's just looking. That's why I feel like the Jazz. If anybody, they just it it adds a dynamic. You add and go bear, and then they they're just they're a really good defensive team. Um, because if it's the Clippers, if PG doesn't step up to it, the granted, like I said, I feel like the Clippers will probably get there. That's who I said. You know, that's who I predicted to win. So I'm gonna stick with that pick. But PG, you don't have to. Sh- he has to find a way to step up his game. But if Utah wins this series against the Clippers, like, what does the Suns versus Utah look like? Like, is that just a foregone conclusion that Utah is going to win? Because, like, I, I just – I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I think it would be a dope-ass series. Yeah, well, that's what – I would love to see that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see that, too. I just think Utah is too de- – I think Utah is just so deep. They are. We just talked about it. Clarkston, Bondanovich, Ingles, Conley. Like, they mm-hmm. just come at you. Where I don't know if the Suns – the Suns had that, like, they, where they can just keep coming like that. Yeah. It, Suns have interesting – like, an interesting bench, right? Like, they, they have some big guys that can come in that are skilled players like yeah, Sarge, Sarge that, you know, play good yeah. D and hit the three. Um, 
It really Dan like I, I, this would be so good right now because Chris Paul, there's no way he's still ascending. Like he's just getting to an age where it's like you know, and he's doing a good job of maintaining you know what he's able to do and play really right. professionally. But like he's not going to get any better. If we could see like what Aiton would be like, like three to five years from now, like if that was like like if he had like you know a couple more years to develop, like this team would be scary. But like I just I don't. I don't know. And the same with book. I love book, but again, I just don't know if like the lack of playoff experience is gonna, this is his first playoffs. Right. So it's just, I see like if they could make it out of the West, like that, that's a possibility, but like, there's just, I don't see them matching up with Brooklyn at all. Like that would yeah. just not no, work. I mean, I will say this, it would in that matchup with the Suns and the jazz, like I think what would, what could give the Suns the advantage is the fact that they have Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Right, For like sure. because I did, and I could be wrong. I'm not exactly sure, but out of anybody that's um uh, any of the teams, he's probably been the farthest. No, Jay Crowder. I'm sorry, Jay Crowder's mm-hmm. been the farthest. But they have they have those guys that have been to those moments and been to those places. Yep. The, the um the Jazz doesn't have that. No. Right, they, they don't have that experience of being at that level, um, and understanding what it may take. So I think, and I just. If I'm if if there's a person that I'm going to say like okay I know that he's gonna find a way to get that team going it, I would put my trust in Chris Paul Me too. over anybody else on either team. That's a good point, and it would just be and this is like I hate to even bring this up, but just it's just been so repetitive in his playoff history that I would uh, assuming he doesn't get injured first of all because like that's just been yeah. so prevalent, which is unfortunate and not his fault, but like it's it's got to be a factor because that's just like it happens without fail every year that he's in the playoffs. Yeah, and I, mean, I also he had a shoulder think, thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then it's like, I also think, and we've seen games where he's been able to do it in the regular season and even in the playoffs, but like if they make it to the Western Conference finals, he's going to have to be putting up like 20 points a game if they have a, want a chance to win. Like he's going to have to like give Book that second scoring option of like, hey, you can't just like let me, you know, like, because I think right now in this series, if I'm Denver, like I'm cool with Chris Paul having like 15 points. Like that, that's fine. Like it's just like I'm going to really focus on everyone else because he's, he's, He's dishing the ball really well, but like he's not punishing everyone with the scoring. And I, I don't know if right. he's able to anymore, but like if they make it to the Western Conference Finals, he's going to have to really be putting up, like I said, probably like 20 points a game to give him a chance to win. So. Yeah. I think it's the biggest thing with with Denver is that like it, I think it come, when it comes to Chris, it's his assist. It's not necessarily his scoring, his because I think his he's trying he's going to save his scoring from when it's necessary, right? When he needs to stop runs or momentum changes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think that's when Chris really tries to look to score. But if he can get those people involved, get it to where Booker getting, is getting easy points, get it to where Aiton is getting easy points, get it to where Jay Crowder and Bridges and everything, they're getting easy points. You, you let Chris get to 12 to 15 assists, more than likely they're going to win that game. Yeah, that's for sure, man. What do he have, like 15 assists like zero or yeah. zero turnovers in their last yeah. game? Yeah, like the, you let Chris have that type of game, that means he's, he's not going up against any oh, type yeah. of like – He's in his bag. Like he's just yeah, yeah, he's moving. And don't you can't let Chris Cook like that. No, for sure. He's so you gotta fun have, to watch, bro. There's some people is. need to really like start appreciating that more because like the Clippers, when he was there and it was a lob city, and then they kind of flamed out. And I think people kind of forgot about him. Like he has just still consistently been such a good fucking basketball player, bro. Like and like mm-hmm. he's so little and to play that, you know, elite for that long, even though his scoring isn't like the 25 points a game it used to be, like the dude is just an elite point guard. One of the best pure point guards, I think, ever. Yeah. No one talks about it. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh so so and we to say all that, 
Nets in five. <laughs> I don't think. Well, okay, if they match up against the Suns, it's a sweep. If you ask me, like that's just like that's not gonna work. But <laughs> yeah, but I'd like to see Chris get to a finals at least. That'd be cool. I will. Just, like, he deserves I will it, man. I sure. still always think back like that's so heartbreaking. Like when he was that season with him and James, like he was giving Steph Curry like the business, bro. Like he was hitting threes on him. He was doing like chef shimmy and like Steph's face. Like he was just oh. His hammy didn't fucking tighten up, and he didn't have to play that game like that. Oh, that's just heartbreaking. Uh, was Kevin Durant there when that happened too? I don't think. No way. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. so. I thought it was the year it that. Was, uh, really? No. no, KD was there. You're right. It was the year after the Cleveland championship. Yeah. Wow, that was KD's first year. KD, there. KD was there. That's crazy. I don't think. I don't. I don't think that Houston would have won that series. I don't know, man. Even if Chris Paul didn't get it, I don't think he would have won that series. Kevin Durant wouldn't allow that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was – I don't know. I'm trying to think because there was one year. Maybe it wasn't the championship. I don't know. But, like, there was one year where, yeah, Chris Paul – maybe it was that year then. But, like, It was that year. That was that year. Yeah, because he was just giving them business, bro. Like, he was playing mm -hmm. so good. I think he made Chris Paul or Steph fall at one point, too, and then he, like, drove baseline on him and, like, laid it up. Like, he was just, like – all over stuff. Oh yeah, year. he was in his bag. He was definitely in his bag. But Ugh, man, that's fucking yeah. crazy. Now James is probably gonna get his first one. That's wild. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. They're, they're just too stacked. They're too stacked, bro. They're too stacked. Is. Well, Kyrie, like I think Kyrie's gonna be a very in a very interesting situation because he's gonna have won one of the most toughest championships of all time, and then clearly the easiest championship of all time so good for you Kyrie. <laughs> easiest championship of all time bro it's not even fair like i just i don't i don't, I don't know because i think that when the warriors had kd yeah, some of the championships was, was kind of easy yeah and they were all against lebron which is fucking crazy <laughs> like you know like but it didn't matter yeah <laughs> especially like, when you got fucking jr smith forgetting who's winning and who's losing <laughs> and like that shit was crazy were you watching that? Do you remember watching that? Like that was like <laughs> I was in the, I'm sitting here. I remember sitting in my living room and be like, What are you like? Shoot the ball. Even I'm LeBron's like, no. like, like, what do you do? Like he's just, oh man, that was crazy. <laughs> All he had to do was just turn around and shoot it, dog. Yeah. He caught it like uh, over KD. It was like the positioning of the it. All you had to do was just stroke yeah. them and just Yeah. That oh, was that crazy, dude. man. Holy Talk shit. What did he no, they just he was on somebody's podcast and he talked about it. And I, I forgot what he said, but he said something about the like the shot clock, or he thought they had like it was just the mo- I was like, this is just probably no. high, bro. Let's be honest, he, Jared's like, fucking he got, he bro. Was off the head to see. Have you ever seen that play? It may have been that year actually in the regular season when they were playing the Bucks and Jared like walked off the court in the middle and like dabbed up yeah, that dude on the bench. Yeah, he was dabbing up somebody like, and they were just like, laid it up. The score and they was all looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> that was what, the what stupidest shit I've ever what seen. You, like, you over here busy over here dapping up other people from the team <laughs> and your dude just score because you want to be friendly. I remember watching that one too. Like, if what I the was fuck? Ty Lue, I'd have been like, a timeout. Go, go. Yeah, go you're done for the game, bro. Like, like that's that's. The fuck? I agree. Like that is just like one of those things where holy shit! Like, what are you doing, you idiot? Like, oh my god! Like, you forget you're playing basketball. Like, oh hey, that's my boy over there. Like, like this what is up? not a pickup game, <laughs> my dude. Like, they we not about to wait on you. 
Oh, man, that's fucking horrible. I was thinking of another scenario. I couldn't think of it, but there's a couple scenarios like that. I've seen players do shit. If I was the coach, I'd like you just said, be like, time out. You're done. Like, you're out the rest of the game. Like, that shit is like, holy shit. We got to switch over to some football, though, bro. Like, we haven't talked about it in a couple weeks, but there's been a lot of shit going on, man. Julio. I like the Titans, man. If they can just figure it out defensively, it's a. They are stacked. Yeah. I I don't Tanhill's been a good game manager. It'll be very interesting to see if he can um you know really start to spread the ball out and like play at an elite level because you know he's got a plethora of weapons now. Uh but I don't even know if he needs to play elite actually, because Derrick Henry's gonna run the ball and open it up for him. And now you've got two receivers that I don't care what anyone says. I think AJ Brown's elite, bro. I know he's young and hasn't gotten as much touches as like he, nice. you know, the dude is be just nice. from an athletic be and nice. receiver standpoint, he is elite. Uh, he nice. Oh, we can they just probably got so much. And then you think about it. They they picked up Bud Dupree. They picked up Janoris Jenkins. They picked up um, what's the dude's name? Danico Autry. Like they, it's needed. What, they, like that D is what was slowing them down. So like, yeah, can, yeah. So they they like I say. I mean, granted, you know, they lost Clowney. Um, yeah, but Clowney didn't really do much for him. So, I mean, that's he you know, did like, it, but it's still like he just his presence, you know what I mean? It makes yeah. a difference, you know what I mean? Um, who they also then they uh, I don't think they re signed Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Butler, um, they didn't re sign John Smith. So, those losses are kind of big, yeah, for sure. Um, but you picking up Bud Dupree and Janoris Jenkins, Kevin John, like they. For sure. I'm trying to see, too, who they, they drafted this year. Who was their first pick? Shit. I don't even know. They took a corner out of Virginia Tech in the first round, so assuming that dude pans out, uh, they took a they took a linebacker in the third round. Yeah, they really needed to focus on that D, and it looks like they really did because they, they took a safety, a D end, a two corners, and a linebacker in their top six rounds. So okay. that's – Okay. If they can all pan out, man, like I'm a big Tennessee fan. I really like – I think their offensive line is, you know, pretty stout. Like the, that offense is not the issue. Granted, like you said, they did lose Gianno Smith, who really opened things up in the middle for them. So if they can have another formidable tight end, I don't know who they have right now. But, like, you know, it, that receiving game and running game is on another level. They, they're going to be – they're going to be nice. They they really are. I would agree with you, bro. So how how many you think they're gonna they're gonna I think they're gonna I think they're they're gonna win the division. That's not like that crazy of a take, bro. I mean the Jaguars are young. The Colts have been like, you know, just all over the place and the tight or the Texans are just fucking like I don't even know. Like that's just crazy. But let's run down that division today. But every one of these teams is just now either have like a crazy new addition or like in the Texans case, like the Deshaun thing. We have no fucking idea what's going on with that. Like all these teams, it's just a lot of weird like X factors and it, moving parts. The, I, you said something about the Colts, but like all the Colts really did was just they replaced Wentz. Yeah. I mean, they replaced uh, you know they were not Wentz, but they replaced. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on the quarterback's name? Um, Who the fuck played for them this year? It um, was a guy from uh, from the Chargers. I'm drawing oh, Philip Rivers. Um, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and he's yeah. gone. So like, you're right. Assuming no, Wentz can they, play, and I, I think, think that's a up. It's an upgrade. I feel like it's an upgrade, right? Yeah. Um, and then they picked up Eric Fisher, picked up Chris Reed, Sam Savide. Like they picked up some offensive line that I think is is necessary when you have Carson Wentz because we know he's injury prone and he get he doesn't really do really well with pressure a lot often. So. I think 
they solidified that line and then they, they got pieces. And then yeah. that defense is that defense is serious. It's great. Yeah. I think they're gonna be the you know, them and the Titans will definitely be, you know, fighting for the winner of that division, though. But on what you just said, I think the potential could be there for it to be an upgrade. But if we're looking at what happened last season, Phillip Rivers had a decent season and Wentz had like a fucking horrible season. So like granted, could have been a situation, but like we're gonna have to see. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm still my my jury's not out on Carson Wentz. I've seen him play great. I thought the year they won the Super Bowl, he was on his way to an MVP season. Like the dude was just balling. Right. And then like since then, whether it's the team or just his injury and like he's like you know his mental, I don't know what it is. Like he has not played good. So we're gonna have to see if he can make a resurgence. But we know the talents there. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm just betting on banking on the fact that now that he is you know back with the coach that he likes. He's in a better situation. A line should be better. Um, and then he has pieces. Like, what did he have in Philly? Nothing. Fucking nothing. You know Even I mean? all so the receivers you, they had were injured. I mean, like, yeah, they didn't. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you got uh, you got Jonathan Taylor as a running back. You got Paris Campbell. Uh, you got T.Y. Hilton. Like, so they, they got Zach Pascal. So they got Michael Pittman Jr. So they got – they're there. The pieces are there. Yeah. Um, they got Mo Ali Cox as their tight. Like, so they got really good pieces. Yeah, I'm trying to think who they drafted this year, too. I meant to look all this up because I didn't do research they... prior to the pod. But, um, I mean, T.Y. Hilton's getting a little old. They're going to have to. Um... Well, they got Tariq Black um, out of Michigan. Or, sorry, not a – yeah, he went to Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. But then he transferred to Texas, who he's a long ball receiver that can really go. Um, That's good. Quiddy Payne, is that who from Michigan? Oh, yeah, Quiddy Payne from Michigan. Yeah, the D.N., yeah, his story was just his story is crazy. Bro. Yeah, he had a wild fucking like ride to where he Childhood. is now. Yeah, yeah. so yes. shout out to him just making it out of there for sure, bro. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting. I like you said, I like I think Taylor's a great fucking running back, like that they can mm-hmm. you know rely on. Uh, they got a decent offensive line, it's really gonna. I think their X factor is most definitely Carson Wentz. Like we were saying, the D yeah. is set in stone over there, basically. I, I mean, Quiddy Pay will just add it. to that. Yeah, I mean, you got. DeForest Buckner. Their pass rush is going to be crazy if Pay can come in and make an immediate impact. I mean, the you know Buckner's a great they're, fucking player. Uh, he's they're yeah they're going to be nice. They're going to be real real nice. Do you I give think, them ten wins? Like where do you have them then? I, I gave them twelve. Twelve. Okay. I mean, wow. What did they go last year? I mean, what did they have last year? They had eleven. I think eleven. Yeah. So it, I don't think it, that that's that far. Like, no, it's just, I think crazy. it's a, I am just so, again, I'm just so leery of Carson Wentz. It's not like, uh, I think he's going to do bad. I just have no idea what to expect from him, to be honest with you. Like I can see both sides. You did a good job of outlining the fact that like, yeah, he, you know, there's a lot of positives of him coming over here and hopefully it refreshes his mental, his weapons are better. The Eagles were horrible. So it's like, but I, that's I can't I can't unsee what I saw from him last year. It's like I guess what I'm saying. Like, and he just looked like a yeah. you know, deer in headlights. I mean, he looked like a shell of himself. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. But I just don't see that happening again. Yeah. Like now that you have a really solid thing in place, that offensive line is gonna be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So definitely. So the exact yeah, there's no really and I don't feel like he has to press. That's no. the thing. Like, I feel like in Philly, he felt like he maybe he had a press. I don't feel like he has to press because that defense is going to be there. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, and his run game is going to help. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, so I don't feel yeah. like I think that's going to relax him some. So let's hope. But I still think the Texans are, or the Titans will win this, uh, the, the uh, that division. I think the tight. I'm going to get a Titans um, around like 12 to 13. I'm going to say 13. Oh. 
And it really is just on that D. I think that's the X factor. But exactly. like you were saying, like you're exactly. bringing in some veteran pieces and like, wow. Yeah. You lost yeah. Butler, but like he also the last couple seasons has not been like not what been. He used I mean, to you be. picked up Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, right. All right, yeah. so that's that's an upgrade there. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting, bro. I'm a huge Titans fan. I uh, maybe I'll switch. Maybe I'll root nice. for them this year. I'm not fucking feeling this Taysom Hill versus Jameis Hilton. Just buy into Jameis. Buy the Jameis stock. What's almost more scary about it is like they're saying that it's still like a battle right now in the offseason. Like they're like supportive of each other. It's and like, a they don't know, like they don't know who it's going to be yet. And I'm like, you don't fucking know oh who it is. Like, like, yeah. So that's I'm, a problem. Yeah. Jameis so, should be winning this and it should not even be close. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Well, so who knows? Yeah, I might be, I'm yeah, a Tennessee fan you. this year. Bro. But buy that Jameis stock. <laughs> buy into it. And then you can buy you some crab legs with it. Fuck, man. Yeah, seriously. I don't need to buy him. He's got the, you know, he just goes and <laughs> takes him, bro. He got the stock. <laughs> he just takes him. He got the he stock. <laughs> All right, so we got to talk about this whole Jag, the Jags team and the, it's the right? circus that is going on there, right? right? Like, I mean, it's uh from the worst team in the league to, you know, obviously now they got, you know, one of the highest prospected quarterbacks probably since Peyton Manning, right? Like, like I know, right? They picked your guy up. He's a great player, bro. Um, they picked your guy up. Granted, I'm really high on what's his name, Trey Lance. I think like that dude in the long run might, you know, because but this dude, I, I there's no way I can really see Trevor playing bad. He's you know he's oh, very I composed. About Tim Tebow, my bad. Oh yeah, that's true. He's their X factor <laughs> over there at tight end, bro. <laughs> fuck. Maybe they can throw him at quarterback if fucking Trevor Lawrence doesn't pan <laughs> out. I will say this. I saw a picture of him at like Tim Tebow looks fucking huge. Did you see the pictures of I him? Mean, at, when has Tim Tebow not ever been huge, bro? He's, he's a big motherfucker, bro. But no, that's like Tim, Tim Tim Tebow at fifty gonna look huge. Like it's yeah. just that's who he is, right? He's just an athletic dude. Yeah. But oh, it's so like, irritating. I, I I just I agree with Shannon Sharp's premise that like. You don't deserve this opportunity, bro. It's like the thing that like pisses me off about it. And I feel bad for players that do and have worked for it that like aren't getting it because of him. But I, I guess it all depends on if he performs. Because if he performs, then I was wrong. And it's like, I don't know. I do see him. He's going to get these stupid little trick play things at the one-yard line. I'm sure he's going to score some touchdowns. And Skip Bayless is going to be like, look, I told you. Like, But like, I, I don't see him making much of an effect. I really don't. I'm sorry. I just I can't. I don't <laughs> believe in it. He shouldn't be there. I, I agree with make, that. I do not believe he's gonna make the team. It really so, that would be awesome. I, I would love I to don't, see that. I, he don't. He shouldn't. Why would he? Why? I that would who, be hilarious. Who, like you're you're gonna tell me that he gonna make that he's gonna make that team. Like granted, I mean I don't know if they have like tight ends that are like really all that well known but he shouldn't be he, he should not be making the team over any of those guys bro. no i agree but with you. i will say this the jags they they made some really nice moves they really did i mean you picked up warrants they picked up etienne who i think is a really good uh running back even though they already have uh um, robinson yeah that's they be got a good, robinson it's be a and they picked up carlo and they picked up carlos high too so like those yeah. guys are there um they got some decent receivers because they picked up they picked up Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, they got LaVisca Chenault, who I think is really nice. Hey, um, yeah, like fast guy. Um, they got Dorset. So like they got some solid pieces there. Definitely, but it's just like from what they were, and it's like how much can they really change one? Like, I, I don't see them getting like I think like if they had like seven wins, that would be a fucking huge season for them after what they just did. I put five, I said five. Yeah. I said I mean, five. 
that, that I'd probably realistically say like six would be my cap, but like, cause he had no seven. It's like, that's almost borderline wild card, especially now that there's like three teams from every division that are making it or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not one in seven, uh, but that's an improvement. Even if they went five, honestly, like from what they it's were a, last it's year, upgrade, like, right. It's an upgrade build on it. They only won know. one. They won one game last year. Yeah. So, yeah. How many did the Jets win old... one as well? The Jets won two. Oh, so they fucked themselves out of that pick. Yeah, that'll be uh, interesting. We've already covered them. But, yeah, it's going to be all those quarterbacks, man. I'm really excited to see all of them this year and see how that uh, works. It's just an interesting season, more so than I can remember any of the yeah. previous seasons being. Man, there's so many moving parts and, like, moving stars, like uh, – just changing of the guard, like Drew Brees is it gone. Really like is. that's that's crazy. Obviously, Tom is now on another team that just won a Super Bowl. Like it's Aaron you know, Rodgers not gonna play for the Packers. That's yeah. Once we get to the NFC, we're really gonna have to you know dissect that. But that whole situation is so weird, bro. I don't know what's going on. Like people are very like, like it's 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 been confirmed that he's you know like it's 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 factual. He wants out, but like. Who knows? Like, do they have to honor that? Like, is he just not gonna? Is he gonna sit out? Like, what? What's gonna happen there? It's this season's gonna be really like by week yeah, one. It's just gonna be crazy because there's gonna be so much more things that have happened since before the season starts. <laughs> He's still in Jeopardy. He did good, bro. I saw like the highlights of him. He that this he. I mean, he was solid. That's what I'm saying. He, he, make some money there. Yeah, you can like, do y'all it. have fun. I'm, I, I can take the season off. Trust me. Isn't it funny? We just covered the AFC South and just fucking like didn't even say anything about the Texans. We were kind of just like, I mean, no, I was still gonna talk about the. Yeah, Texans. I was gonna say let's get no. into it, but it's just funny. Like that's just, oh, that's an interesting situation yeah. too, dog. Like so, they did a thing so that way, um, Deshaun wouldn't have to pay any money. Mm-hmm. So they 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 canceled their uh, mini camp. Okay. Or whatever. So that way he didn't have to go. So that way he didn't have to pay anything. Um, but I mean, it, it's all it's all gonna be revolving around what Deshaun and who even knows if he's gonna play this shit because he may go get put on that uh, the uh, commissioner's exempt. yeah exemplary. So who knows what's gonna happen with that situation? And the crazy thing is, is I feel like they they made some decent additions. You know, they picked up Shaq Lawson and Christian Kirksey. Uh, even picking up uh, Mark Ingram, I think, was a pretty good. They picked up Terrence Mitchell in the backfield. And, and uh, what was it? Uh, Neville. Uh, what's the guy's name? I'm drawing a Is he a receiver? Right no, he's a, uh, he's a defensive guy. I'm drawing hmm. a blank right now. I don't know. I do know they lost Will Fuller, so it's going to be interesting to see. Did they pick up someone else as far as receiver? Because they don't have much weapon-wise. Hmm. From a passing so. standpoint, I'll look that up too. It's just, it's just wild because they played so bad last season. Even with Deshaun, you know, this is before you know everything came to light with what was going on. Um, I yeah. they they played so bad, even though Deshaun played so well last season. And granted, there, they, you know, hopefully they it seems like they picked up some more players, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they got Terrence Mitchell, yeah, was, uh... Andre Roberts. Neville, he was who I was talking about from the Jets. So, okay. pretty decent play. So, like, they got some Pete, but. Yeah, they got Kirksey. Uh, lost Watt. Obviously, Watt didn't really do much for him last Watt's season. Watt's a but... huge. They lost Martin, Zach Fulton, Darren Fales. Like, yep. 
it's just I don't know. Like, yeah, they've made some good pickups. They also lost some people. And then, like, with what's going on with Deshaun, I just feel like it's not going to be much of a difference this season. It might just balance itself out. Like, I don't, I don't even see them winning six games. It's like five. Me either. I think it's going to be, especially if Deshaun don't play. It's yeah, that's be crazy. A long, long. They may mess around and have like the worst record in the league. Like they, they, <laughs> that's you know, I don't even think that's. Put it down, step it down, seal it. I'm calling it now. They're gonna have the worst hey, record in the league. I don't even think that's like necessarily that hot of a take, bro. I'm with you there. Like that's that's fucking like that's a good there. call. Yeah, like it's like I'm the Jets. Autumn oh, gonna have better records than it because it's just yeah. That's I don't know what's going on over there, but I agree with you. I think the Titans are like the team to beat over there now. Do you think? Yeah. What do you think the relationship will be, or like what what can Julio bring? Like is Julio still a top five receiver? I don't I think we talked about this and I think I did put Julio in my top five. Yeah. Um and even if he's not a top five, he's easily a top ten. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have to produce and what he was producing, you know, in his no, prime days. Don't. And I yeah. think he can be a great you know, I was saying before this was even talked about that I thought AJ Brown was gonna be a top five receiver in the league. He now has like a master that he can work with to show him like all the little in and out moves that like you know he like all the mm-hmm. footwork. It's almost like an apprenticeship. Yeah, like that is huge for him, and it'll just take the load off of each other because they basically just got rid of Corey Davis and brought in Julio Jones. Granted, exactly. he's not prime Julio Jones, but he's better than and Corey better Davis. Than Corey. So yeah, they're gonna be tough. Definitely now. an upgrade. They are. They're gonna be. I mean. They- it's just another one of those like those sleeper picks, right? Where they can make some. I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily even a sleeper, but it's one of those picks where like they can compete and they can push the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that'd be a tough, tough out for sure. And it's like I, I was, I said Tanhill right when we brought up the Titans, but like after what we just talked about, I don't really know if it's gonna like. There's really no reason for him not to grant. He's not gonna be Patrick Mahomes like a gunslinger, you know, you putting up five thousand yards. But he doesn't. He's got so many weapons. There's no reason for him. The pressure's not on him really. Like no. it's just you know. And especially how they run the ball, bro, because they, it's like it's like an engine for them. Like they rev it up. Usually the first quarter and a half to first half, they don't even. And then Derrick Henry just keeps pounding. And he tires you out, and then he'll just break like an eighty-yard run, and yeah. then he ends up with like one hundred and seventy yards for the game. Listen, isn't it that like he averages more yards per uh, carry? As the game goes yeah. on, he gets more and more chunks of yardage. Oh, he's like a fucking boxer. There's just body shots, body shots, but like he just t- like he is. Yeah, I love the way he runs, man. And it's just a, that's so demoralizing to a defense too. Like, yeah, how do you, like you know, to think like you're getting more tired and this dude's revving up more. And again, that all that's doing is also just opening up the field for now Julio and AJ Brown. We're right. very similar in build and the way they play. Honestly, they're very athletic, but they're also huge dudes. So there's not a, really a catch they can't make. They're going to make, you know, their slant route catches. But then also Tannehill can just lob balls up to both those boys and they can, you know, go up and get them. So it's exactly uh, they're it's, they're just going to be they're going to be. Uh, yeah. You got to I'm excited it, to watch them, bro. Me too. Me too.